Welcome back to another NFL edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast, where I can't even seem to get an intro right. This is like my fifth try. So we're just going to stick with this. Whatever happens, happens. We're going to ride the lightning straight through. So start by recapping uh, my picks from last week and talk about some of the games. My best week yet in terms of picks, but I still can't catch the top two people in my pigskin pick them. If, if this is your first NFL episode, uh, basically in these episodes I go through all the games of last week um, and talk about uh, my predictions. So I basically I'm in a pigskin pick them as a side pot and put one of my fantasy leagues. And uh, so it's a little bit of competition, and but I use that as a basis to make my picks and predictions, talk about any storylines. I recap last week, and then I pick for the coming week and talk about anything and everything there. So that's what we're going to do. <clears throat> Start off with the Thursday night game. This one was pretty straightforward. Vikings-Redskins. Skins suck, as always. Uh, the saga continues. Right now, the popular meme is the three-dragon meme where it has two cool dragons and then a derpy-looking dragon. And it said, uh, Washington Capitals, who won the Stanley Cup. Washington Nationals, who just won the World Series. Um, <laughs> and then in the derpy dragon is the Redskins. Because <laughs> that's so true. They're always trash. It's amazing. Anyways, I predicted the Vikings. And the Vikings won. Surprise! Only 2% of people p- p- picked the Redskins. They lost 19 to nine. No surprise there. Wasn't anything special. We had Battle of the Birds, Seahawks, Falcons. Actually, closer game. I don't think it was as close as the score looks. 27 20. The Seahawks won. Obviously, the Falcons are totally trash right now, trying to piece something together. Um, then the surprise, uh, the pleasant surprise game for me. One of the few underdogs I picked correctly. So, as you know, obviously, Eagles fan. And I went with my fandom, banking on the fact that they were going to bounce back after two complete garbage weeks. If it didn't bounce back, I was going to say, look, this is just an implosion season and we're going straight down the toilet. But they bounced back, giving me hope now if we can just build on this and come out on top in the NFC East, maybe make a small playoff run. Oh, I'll be relieved, but I, I, I just don't want mediocre. I don't want to get trounced this week and then bounce back and win next. I don't want to do the up and down game. But the Eagles beat the Bills. 71% of you people picked the Bills, um, which, all things considered, that is a smart pick there. I went with the Eagles, and the Eagles came out and showed out. Running backs were lean and mean. Miles Sanders busted a big touchdown run. Felt really good. The offense was clicking. The defense got into Josh Allen's head. Started getting to Josh Allen. It was... It was a great week. Great week for being an Eagles fan. They won 31-13. I went with the underdog Eagles. Now this next pick was an unpleasant surprise. Um, like I can't predict every underdog. Nobody really can. Some people just, they do some weeks. Um, Chargers, Bears. Chargers finally squeaked out another win. They won by one. Bears are spiraling, folks. They came out hot with their defense. They had something like, I don't know, 14 sacks or in, in their first like four or five games, like they were just destroying people, and now their defense can't even slow people down that well. Um, and really, the team was riding the prowess of the defense, and so once that fa- starts to fail because the offense just continues to sputter and sputter and sputter, um, you see stuff like this. So, 78% of people agreed with me and picked the Bears just based off the defense and how bad the Chargers sucked, but Chargers squeaked one out. Phillip and the boys came and did some damage. 
Then another easy pick. Honestly, I think this week was uh, it was somewhat easy on some of the picks. Uh, Rams Bengals. Uh, the Bengals suck. The sad story is no team will go zero and sixteen because the Bengals and Dolphins have to play. I think it's like one of the last games of the season. Wait, yeah. So no one will go. Hold on. Wait, no, someone can still go. Who told me that? Someone told me that. The Ophers have to play, and so no team will go. That's not, that's not true. Anyways, uh, Rams won 24-10. Easy pick. Broncos-Colts. This was a tough one. Now, 95% of people picked the Colts because they're hot, and the Broncos are sputtering and have now benched Joe Fluco. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but they, they still put up a fight, 15 to 13, uh, Colts won. So another pick I got right. Giants, Lions, uh, 87% picked in favor of the Lions. And I think everyone kind of figured they would win. Uh, but it was only 31, 26, the Giants, Danny Dimes out here is making moves and, uh, trying to fight for these wins. So there's something interesting there where it's like, Went from total tank job, gunning for that draft pick, and I was cheering for him, to kind of competitive now. It'll be interesting to see how their season unfolds. Uh, I hope the worst for him, being the NFC East uh, rival. Then, oh, the Titans are going to be the end of me. Bucks at Titans. Titans have benched Mariota for Ryan Tannehill. So far, the Titans have been more or less trending. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. They won last week, so this was their week to lose. But apparently, 68% of people picked the Titans because the Bucks also kind of suck. And it's a four-point game, 27-23. I went with uh, what I thought was the trend, but uh, was proven to be wrong. So there's that. That was one of the couple that I got wrong because I really got most of them right. Cardinal Saints, straightforward. Saints... Kind of walked all over him. Uh, it was Drew Brees' first week back. So here come the Saints. Oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints go marching in. I think you're seeing Super Bowl aspirations from them if uh, everything holds together. They won 31-9. to Then Jets-Jags. We have... Uh, most people pick the Jags because the Jets are in a very weird place. And that was a good pick, 29-15. to 15. Some weird scores this week. Um, got that pick right as well. Gardner Minshew, my boy! I saw a picture today. It was uh, on NFL memes on Reddit. And it was like a picture of the, the quarterbacks in Jacksonville right now. And it was Uncle Rico sitting next to Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh, it's so true. All right, moving on. Panthers at 49ers. So this one I thought was going to be a pretty good matchup. Poised to be, at least. The Panthers have been doing pretty well. The 49ers are shockingly good. And uh, 81% picked the 49ers, so they're 6-0, and now 7-0, and doing doing some big things here. And I think the Panthers are kind of talking some trash. The 49ers took it seriously and absolutely destroyed them 51 to 13. The this Panthers you just got served, son. Oh my gosh. 
51 to 13. I watched most of the recap game, recap of the game, and it was fairly close, but then all of a sudden you look up and it's like 34-13 and the Panthers don't score again. It was wild. Uh, next up, we had one of the games that I guess there's some interesting storylines, but we all knew how it was going to end. Patriots-Browns, 27-13, Patriots won. 96% of people agreed with me on that one. Um, good job, folks. The Browns, guess what, are still the Browns. There's some drama around them. People are like, why are they doing so good? Well, what do you mean? It's the Browns. This isn't This isn't turnaround now that you've got some pieces, it's like you've got to figure out how to make those pieces work. And def- and teams are, I mean, teams are exploiting them. Look, it's going to take some time. I think next year, things kind of stay together. They continue to build on some of them. Next year, a little bit more serious, you know? And it, it could be exponential growth. But this year is going to be a tough year for them. Texans Raiders, that was a good game. Texans barely took it, barely squeaked it out, 27-24. Raiders are a real team. Um, better than I was expecting. So Gruden at the helm, doing well, Antonio Brown saga, and they've come throughout on the other side. 88% of people picked the Texans, um, and uh, as did I. Good job, folks. Then Packers-Chiefs. Chiefs are kind of struggling right now. You don't have Mahomes. You don't have the Mahomie running the helm. You got Matt Moore. But really, their bigger issue lies in their defense, which has completely stagnated past couple weeks. And they've been able to score. I mean, Matt Moore still got him 24 points this week. Uh, but the Packers, just who have started rolling. Oh, my gosh. But you know, who? they're 7-1 now. But you know who's beat them? You know who's beat them? Do you want to know? You want to know? The Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Boom. That's their one L. So the Packers have started to synergize. They've got their uh, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones dual threat backfield is insane. Aaron Rodgers is throwing to these receivers. The defense mm, is doing enough. 80% 80% of people picked the Packers, though, just because the Chiefs are kind of sputtering until they get Mahomes back and they can figure out some defensive scheming uh, to really slow teams down and stop them. I mean, because they, they do have the talent to outscore people, but in the NFL, you got to be able... It's more about getting the stop than outscoring. Uh, then, finally, the non-buy bi-week game of the week. Steelers-Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Oh, boy. Um, the meme that came out of this was, I guess, James Conner got up after a play and had a fistful, fist worth of grass in his face mask. And it said, uh, w- one of the funniest ones was, this is James Conner's impression of Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> because it really looked like basically a beard on his helmet. Um, I-, I didn't see the play or how that happened, but it was awesome. Like, normally you get, like, a little bit. This was, like, a freaking chunk, though. It was, like, a... It's like a small stake worth of chunk of grass, totally intact. It's crazy. Uh, but surprise, surprise, Steelers won with Mason Rudolph at the helm, 27-14. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy when you get to play a high school team that week. So 95-5. to five. Still got 5% of people pick the Dolphins. I guess they're trying to, they're trying to time it with the one week that they're going to just 
come together, do well, and win. But And, I mean, I could see it against a team like the Steelers right now without Roethlisberger and stuff, but their defense is just too good. Um, Yeah, like, oh, well, I could see that. But what was the other one that was, like, yeah, 97-3, to Saints, Cardinal, that one is more clear-cut. I don't know, I'm just surprised that they got 5%. Are there that many Dolphins fans out there just hoping? Just hoping? But... Anyways, on my personal stance, I only I only got two games wrong. Buccaneers, Titans, and Chargers, Bears. Feeling pretty good. I do not expect to do that good this week. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of these games were fairly clear-cut, uh, more so than normal. Um, but yeah, felt real good. Lots of, uh, lots of interesting stuff happening in the NFL. The Bills are good again. Um, the Broncos have benched. Yeah, we'll just jump into this week. So, moving on to week nine, because this is this will be labeled episode... Oh, this will be eight ninths, won't it? Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little about some storylines before we jump into the picks. Um, <clears throat> something that's so interesting that I don't think we've seen very much of in recent history. Uh, quarterback play has been pretty solid as far as teams sticking with guys and you haven't seen name quarterbacks getting benched but I feel this year there's a real dip and almost almost a void in some sense of the quarterback play all around because right now what we're seeing is Joe Flacco just got benched in Denver how he did make some comments about where our strategy is not playing to win but actually playing to lose which is it's tough to say whether you know he was this. That was the first time he was saying it was in the presser, or if he had previously mentioned something like this. Either way, those harsh words, but honestly, very true. I'm so many times you you can see that with bad teams is the moment, and I, I've experienced this on my own competitive endeavors. When you when you are worrying about losing, like I don't want to lose, and and that's in your mind, and that that drives your strategy. It never goes that well. You usually end up losing. You might win sometimes. However, when you play the mentality like, I'm going to win this game. I'm playing to win. It's something about that switch, that perspective change that totally affects your play. And then you, you I don't know if it's, you play a little bit more aggressive. You, you play with confidence. I think it's, you know, kind of a mixture of everything. Um you know, your, your overall mindset of you're saying I'm going to be better. You know, I don't know if I'm better than the other team because then you're, you're automatically, you're making an assumption about like, ah, I'm not going to be able to tackle him. It's like, no, I'm going to get him down. I'm going to do what it takes. There's that extra, there's that extra effort then. And that, that, the power of your mentality to be able to do what it takes. Uh, let me know, let me know, shoot me an email, uh, the rambling Viking at gmail.com about your thoughts on how that works and the mindset and strategy of playing to not lose versus playing to win. Um, Cause I, that, he, it's one of those things where it's like, dang, he's getting benched for a rookie. Now we're going to see how this goes. But if he's getting benched for that comment, I mean, shoot, it's not like he's been playing great, but anyways, that happened. Then you have, Oh, crap. It just left me. I need to look. Who? Marcus Mariota last week got benched, and Titans won. And so maybe that solved your solved the problems. 
I don't know. The Redskins have kind of been a revolving door, but, I mean, you've had concussion issues with, like, Case Keenum and stuff, so just don't know what to make of that. And Dwayne Haskins possibly coming in and playing. Um, I believe that's all the benching that we've seen. I'm just double-checking. Yeah, that's... Well, Eli Manning happened way early, but nobody's really surprised by that. But I just think it's kind of interesting to see this. Maybe I've never been aware of it, but now in several weeks, that that's what we're seeing is the blame falling on the quarterback play and managing that. And I, I, I wonder if it's a lack of uh, development with maybe how the play and, 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 and designs and schemes have changed with with quarterbacks maybe it's just maybe it's just a we're we're in that period that turnover period where you just had a lot of older experienced guys in the last 6 or 7 years kind of phase out of the league and now you're you're having a younger newer generation and so we're trying to figure out who's the players there who who are those guys that are going to be here for the next 10 to 12 years going to be the next Peyton Manning, Tom Brady's, Ben Roethlisberger's, etc cetera, etc cetera. What are those? Who who's going to be those guys? Um, but it, I think it's definitely interesting. We're seeing some guys come out of the fray, but we're seeing this sort of like I, I don't know. It just it just it feels like a different environment around the quarterback now. Used to be guys you know stuck with the quarterback and tried to fix other things, and now it's like I'm going to bench the quarterback. Very interesting. But um, there's that storyline. Let's see what else we have. The 49ers are seven and I just can't believe that. The Colts, five and two. Who would have thought? Jacoby Brissett out here doing things. Oh man. The Jets have another struggling USC quarterback and Sam Darnold. Surprise, surprise. Why do they why do they keep doing this to themselves? I don't understand. Mmm. The Jets and the Giants made a trade. Don't really care about the details because it doesn't really matter. It was a pick and a player. but And it was the first time, I think, in history they've never traded. The New York Jets and the New York Giants made a trade. Big deal. That's kind of cool, kind of big deal. But I could definitely see where you don't want to trade within the same city. Even though one's AFC, one's NFC. But regardless. Uh, Baker Mayfield kind of blew up on reporters. And just being Baker. I don't fault him for any of this. I think he's absolutely justified and right in all of, all of what he's done. Guys, like, how'd you how'd you feel? They went for it uh, late in the game on a fourth and like six or something. Didn't get it, and he's like, "Well, we wanted to go score. We need to get the points." And the guys, like, "Well, you know, w- were you happy with that with the result?" And he goes, "No, I'm not happy with the result. We didn't convert, and we didn't win the game. What kind of stupid question is that?" And he walks off. And I absolutely agree. Look, I get that these pressers a lot of times are these lob layup questions. You get the generic answers. You could, I could probably make up a generic answer to answer any one of these questions. I could I could just make a generic answer and insert it and it would answer mo answer in quotes most of these questions. But I don't think um but but sometimes the questions dip into a realm of just pure idiocy and that is stupid. Like you gotta think about what you're saying. That reporter had to be an autopilot and like, well were you happy with it? Uh, so how did this work out with the uh, the drive? You know, uh, what was the mindset behind that? Were you happy with how it ended? Like, he just had to not be thinking. So I don't feel like Baker needs to go and defend himself on social media, but whatever. Um, he did have a point in saying, you know, it's passion when you're doing good, and it's uh, it's diva when when you're doing bad. And I was like, oh, there's maybe some truth to that, but there's also there's also just a fine line there, right? 
it's kind of also you got to take the good with the bad. Passion and diva, like, you are passionate, but that sometimes can mean you're a diva, right? I mean, I identify with that. I'm super intense and passionate, but sometimes it's like, why care too much about this small, innocuous thing? And people are like, why, why, why do you care? Why is this even a thing? And I'm like, I'm just intense, all right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, but those are kind of the big storylines coming out this week. So, without further ado, let's jump into week number nine, my picks. Here we go. First up, tonight, the San Fran 49ers, the undefeated 49ers, led by Jimmy Garoppolo, part of the Medici family. I don't know. I feel like he's, he's... Super Italian. Uh, versus the Cardinals, who are three, four, and one, but that three, four, and one doesn't look as ugly as some of the other three, four, and ones, like with the Chicago Bears, in my opinion. Honestly, I think I think Cardinals Kyler Murray's done fairly well. The Cardinals just aren't a great team yet. Uh David, they've had running back problems and Kyler Murray's a rookie. So uh looks like almost everybody picked the 49ers. Here's my thing. 49ers are going to lose at some point is this the game it's in Arizona is this the game that Arizona rallies because last week was a tough game against the Saints they've got it looks like for this two weeks at least they've got a tough schedule going right now is this the game that they get upset it was a short week though which I don't know the 49ers just put a serious beat down this could be a trap game for them do I want to pick this upset I don't think so I might revisit this by the time I get through uh, the end of my picks, but we'll see. Um, it's also, and normally, given the circumstances, it might qualify for the non-bye-bye week, game of the week, but I don't think that's it. All right, then we got Texans-Jags. Another, didn't they just play? No, who'd they just play? I forgot. It was a similar team. Texans at in Jacksonville. Um, most people picked... The Texans, um, I'm going to go with my boy Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. I think they're going to do just enough, and uh, it's going to be good. For funsies, let's just look at the preview. I'll open this tab and look at the preview. See what's going on here. Oh, man. So, the matchup predictor on ESPN, 67.9% chance for the Texans to win. Oh, wow. Tickets as low as $13. Oof. Well, I'm going to a Jacksonville game. <clears throat> See, here's the thing. Jacksonville just beat the Jets. Oakland, that's who the Texans played. Texans just barely beat Oakland. I think Jacksonville's going to take this one. I'm picking it. I'm picking the first upset of the week. Jacksonville. Boy Gardner Minshew. Uncle Rico. All right, then we have one of our candidates for the non-bye-bye week game of the week. Buffalo Bills, or Washington Redskins at Buffalo Bills. Uh, Obvious pick for the Bills, they're going to have a bounce back. The Redskins are just going to be the Redskins and suck. That's all I have to say about that. Well, right now, Case Keenum's the starter if he clears concussion protocol, so it's like, oh, that's a really non-answer. Thanks for that one. Wow, this next one's interesting. Bears at Eagles. I know the Bears are struggling, but I'm surprised by this spread. It looks like a 70-30 spread on the predictor, which I like. I love as a fan, but I don't know. I just I just figured 
they wouldn't give that much weight to the win last week. But ah, 62.2% um, favorite or chance of winning, whatever you want to call it, uh, according to the matchup predictor for Philly. Uh, <laughs> here's a... Here's just another fun st- statement for you. Tickets as low as $116. Uh, I don't think that quite, me- quite meets your average person's standards for low. <laughs> Jags game, $13. <laughs> Move the decimal one more, and that's an Eagles-Bears game ticket. Uh, but those are two classic fan bases. Uh, I'm obviously going to pick my Eagles. I think we're going to continue to build on this momentum as long as we can just, hey, do the same thing. Keep doing what you were doing. Pounding the ball, running the ball. Carson Wentz didn't have an explosive passing game by any means. Deshaun Jackson might come back, though. However, he's extremely efficient. He's doing well. Smart passes, making the right passes. Did uh, Avoided some sacks. Had some awesome aggressive running plays. Did some awesome stuff. So... Um, and the Bears are super sputtering. So even if it's a defensive game, the Eagles' offense is a little bit better. It's just enough better than the Bears that they're gonna they're gonna do something, get it done. All right, Titans, Panthers, Panthers are going to bounce back after that. The Titans are uh, with Tannehill. I guess they're gonna put up a fight, but most people pick the Panthers. I'm going with the favorite here. Uh, Carolina is gonna win. Christian McCaffrey is awesome, by the way. Love watching that guy. Now, okay, another interesting one. Colts-Steelers. See, these games are tougher to pick than last week. Colts-Steelers. Colts are 5-2. Steelers are 3-4. Mason Rudolph at the helm. So, But that Steelers defense is naughty, naughty, naughty. It looks, it's about a 65-70, it's about a 70-30 split on the picks in favor of the Colts. It's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had an easy game last week. I, but the Colts have been surprising. I've picked against them most weeks and been wrong. They've been my downfall. Don't, don't make me a liar, Indianapolis. Keep doing what you're doing. Go beat Pittsburgh. That defense is stacked, though. And it's in Pittsburgh. But I think the Colts right now have a slightly better structure in place that offensively they'll be able to do more than the Steelers offense. But I could be totally wrong. Uh, Let's see what the matchup predictor says on that one, because that one's interesting. Yeah, let's go ahead and see. Oh, my gosh. 50.1% in favor of the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, this is a holy crap. Look at the last five. All right. Colts allow 22 points per game. 22.6 points per game. Steelers allow... Oh, oh, score. Steelers score 21.4, and then the Colts allow 21.6, and the Steelers allow 20.7. So, holy crap. Uh, Total yard averages, 355 for the Colts, 300 for the Steelers. That's 227 through the air, 128 on the ground. That's 211 through the air and 88 on the ground, respectively. Colts, Steelers in that order. Yards allowed, 366 for the Colts, 359 for the Steelers. They both allow just over 250 yards through the air, and just over 100 yards. Holy crap, this is a matchup. I want to watch this game. Oh, man, yeah, this would be a game that I do want to watch. Let me see. All right. Uh, The Colts just barely beat Denver. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Colts. I think the Colts are going to edge them out. I almost want to give the Steelers home field advantage, though, but the Colts, they've got a good system going on. 
So, oh, another followed by another interesting matchup. Mm, mm. Chiefs Vikings. Vikings are six and two. Chiefs are five and three. Who takes this one? Oh man, that's about a 50-50 split right now. The it's in favor of the Vikings, and I think it's partially due be, due to the fact that I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to stop Dalvin Cook. But it's in Arrowhead. Oh, so I'd be picking the upset if I picked the Chiefs. Right now, yeah, it's 52-47 split in favor of the Vikings. Let's look at those stats real quick. Holy crap. So they both get about 400 yards a game. See, the Chiefs, though, in their last couple games... Well, no, they've scored 30 points. Last game, they only scored 24. Do I trust... The Chiefs are 1-3 at home. Holy crap. Do I trust Kirk Cousins to get it done? I don't feel like I do. I don't feel like I do. The Chiefs have now... They've lost one. The Vikings are on a crazy win streak. They've been stomping people. I don't know. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is coming back. He's doubtful. Oh, gosh. And they have three of their D-line and a... Hmm. You know what? I think I picked the Vikings here. But the Chiefs could very well prove me wrong and, and come out swinging. But I just... With Matt Moore, that offense just isn't quite ex- as explosive and that defense is stagnated. And so I think the Vikings are going to take advantage. Oh, here we go. Clear winner. Non buy bye week game of the week. I do my own sound effects, by the way. Jets at Dolphins. Woohoo! Jets are going to win. Dolphins might put up a fight. They're the favorite, though. I'm going to go with the Jets. Actually, oh, remember what I said not 20 minutes ago? I'm talking to myself here. The Dolphins could squeak out a win sometime randomly by fighting against a bad team. Could this be that week? Because they, they did score 14 last week. They've scored and put up a fight the past couple weeks. The Jets have kind of just been blah. But it is the Dolphins, so the Jets could get it together. Nah, I'm going to pick the Jets. Lions Raiders um, in Oakland. I'm actually going to go with the Raiders, who, according to the pick spread, are the favorites. It's about a 55-45 split. Because, you know, Matthew Stafford's always, always in the running for, he's always ready to try and mount a last-minute fourth-quarter comeback. Last-minute drives. Gosh. Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Raiders, a slight favorite. Um, they're at, back at home. Took a hard L last week. Uh, the Lions, did they take a hard L last week? I think they did, yeah. It was the upset one that I was upset about. So Then Buccaneers, Seahawks. It's a 99% favorite. Seahawks with 12th man. Yeah, Buccaneers suck. Uh, Seattle Seahawks are going to win. Uh, Buccaneers might put up, side put up a little bit of a fight, but we'll see. It's getting cold up there, and the Bucks are used to that nice Florida weather. That's not how they talk in Florida. <laughs> Browns, Broncos, all right, man. Uh, another game. 
Browns have a chance. Uh, they're they're a clear favorite here. I'd give them the clear favorite. The Broncos are going to start a rookie, um, which I think there's always some growing pains there. He might he might come out Danny Dimes style, just slinging, or he might just be a rookie in his first game, and hopefully not Dwayne Haskins it and throw like four picks or whatever. Um, <laughs> get thrown in in the middle of a game. I mean, his situation he he knew ahead of time, so he could prep. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think they have a bounce back week. They fight hard and they win here. Uh, Baker's pissed off, but hopefully he's been able to channel that and really focus in and lock in on his gameplay along with everybody else. Uh, Packers Chargers. Packers huge favorite. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Chargers suck. Uh, Packers are going to win. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Sunday night game. This is a good game here, folks. Pats Ravens. Pats are the overwhelming favorite because that defense is disgustingly, grossly, intensely nasty and aggressive and amazing. Holy crap. The Pats are good. Um, it's scary. It is really, really, really scary. Uh, the Ravens have their work cut out for them. They're going to put up a fight, but um, that defense, that scheming on that defense is terrifyingly good right now. And... Lamar's a young quarterback. Like, like Drew Brees is the type of quarterback to go up and, and he keep his composure and make some of the right calls. He might get sacked a few times, but he's going to be able to make adjustments and he's going to make the right call. Lamar just doesn't quite have the experience. They're gonna, it's going to be a good game to watch, I think. Uh, but the Pats are going to win, and I'm going with the favorite there, according to the pick spread. And then, finally, a game that I hope gets canceled or ends in a tie. Uh, your Monday night game is the Cowgirls versus the New York Shrimps. Um, of course, making jokes, Cowboys Giants in New York. Um, hate both these teams. However, thinking for the sake of the, ideally, I would love it if both these teams could, um, just not play and it's a forfeit and an L on both their records. Um, or, or next best and a little bit more realistic thing. A tie. Can we get a tie here? Can we get like a 6-6 tie or like a 21-21 tie? Yes. Please. Um, Cowboys are 4-3. Uh, they currently lead the division. The Giants are 2-6. Currently not trying to tank? Or maybe look, at like, look like they're not trying to tank? I don't know. I don't know. But looking at the sake of the division, Cowboys beat the Eagles head-to-head. The Eagles beat the Giants. I need the Giants to win. Do I think they're going to win? No. Am I going to pick them to win? No, because there's money riding on this, and I'm trying to not be stuck in third because these top two guys, they get almost every game right every week, and I'm like, how? How? How do you do this? (sighs) But anyways, Cowboys are the overwhelming favorite, but it's in New York. We're coming into winter. Things are getting cold. The weather's taking more of an effect. The Giants could surprise us all. Danny Dimes. I almost threw up in my mouth uh, because I'm talking good things about Giants, a team that I hate. But uh, right now I hate the Cowboys a little bit more because I need them to lose so the Eagles can win the division. Please and thank you. Um, So I'm cheering for the Giants on Monday. Shout out to Residence Giants fan and frequent emailer, Connor. Uh, I'm pulling for him. You may not like that because I feel like you're really on the tank train at this point, but um, also knowing you and that it's the Cowboys, I think you want to 
uh, smash their faces in. So, come on, Giants, smash your faces in. Or, actually, what I'm really, really hoping for is a tie. Can we get a tie? Can we get a tie? Can you guys tie? Giants, can you do well enough to tie? Please, can we get a tie? Can we get a tie? Can we get a tie? All right. Uh, but that's my picks. Um, once again, just a quick recap. The non buy bye week game of the week is the 1 p.m. game Jets at Dolphins. Uh, hopefully, if that's your in-network game, hopefully you can find something better to do and fill your time than um, watch a bye week, a non bye week bye game. Anyways, um, that's all my picks. I think that's really kind of everything. There's no more storylines going on, but love to know your picks or your thoughts or insights on anything that's going on, storylines. Um, do you think the Browns are going to bounce back in a big way? Are the Patriots, is this the scariest Patriots defense we've, we've seen in recent history? Um, are the Cowboys the most overrated they've ever been? I don't know. Like uh, These are the questions that need to be asked, right? Are the Eagles um, going to repeat and make a Super Bowl run and win it all again against Tom Brady, this time with Carson Wentz, because he was having an MVP-like season in 2017, and I believe he could have done it then. Uh, that's how I'm going to close it out. The Rambling Viking at gmail.com. That is the Rambling Viking at gmail.com. Send me an email. Give me your thoughts on anything and everything. Love to know. Um, until next week. Until next time, guys, you guys have a good one. See you later.